eco-friendly living. For a lot of people out there, it can seem like a daunting task, one with so many options and paths that you end up feeling overwhelmed and confused instead of inspired and ready to take action. It's hard enough living life today without adding another thing to your plate. That's why I'm here to help. I'm here to pull you out of the societal norms of materialism and overconsumption. I talk about sustainable living, but also things like motherhood, mindfulness, and intentional living. Things that overall help you live a happier, simpler, more eco-friendly life by making small changes in your habits, mindset, and home. This is Kayla Rogers, and you are listening to the Unrooted Mama Podcast. Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning into another episode. So honestly, I have not really been on my A-game lately when it comes to eco-friendly living or really like intentional living or motherhood. Honestly, like pretty much everything that this podcast is about, I feel like I have just not been in the right headspace. I've really have been dropping the ball in like so many different areas of my life. So honestly, it feels really weird to come on here and teach you guys or try to help you guys with any of that because it's like I feel like such a hypocrite coming on here and telling you guys about eco-friendly living when I have not put anything in my compost bin in like three months. So instead today we're going to talk about one of my favorite things ever and I haven't done an episode about this in a couple months so we are going to have an episode about thrift shopping. If you are kind of new to thrift shopping or you haven't really gotten into it but you're interested, definitely go check out episode 54 before this one. That is, I think it's called Do You Even Thrift Bro? But that's my, all of my really good tips for thrifting and tips for if you want to try thrift shopping, how to kind of dip your toes in the water and kind of the lay of the land for like a beginner's guide to thrifting. But today I think, I feel like I always get asked what to avoid buying secondhand because I'm always buying almost everything secondhand. I buy clothes, furniture, decor, like literally most 99% of the things in my house. Okay. That's an exaggeration. Maybe like 90% of the things in my house are thrifted. So there's very few items that I wouldn't buy secondhand. Like a lot of people are weird about clothes or shoes or whatever. And I've never really been apprehensive about that kind of stuff. But there are certain things that I would be wary of buying secondhand. And that is what this episode is about. And it's not just like the normal things that you would think like don't buy hats because it could have lice. Like this is stuff that a lot of people don't think about. So definitely listen to this episode. That way when you are an expert on thrifting, you know what to skim over and what could be potentially dangerous to buy secondhand. So today's episode is 10 things to avoid buying secondhand. The first thing that is really, really eye-catching and that a lot of people are loving right now, including me, honestly, but that a lot of people don't realize could be dangerous when buying vintage is any kind of super bright colored vintage dishware, especially ones that have paint on them. This goes along with number two on my list, so I'm just going to kind of put them together, but that is also antique 
crystals, like crystal glasses, crystal vases, things like that. Both of these things can kind of be grouped into the same category of vintage items that are really, really pretty to have in your kitchen, really pretty to have like on the china hutch and the buffet, but they can be really dangerous if they're not like used properly and tested properly. So with number one, anything that's vintage dishware and that's super bright colored, a lot of times the paint that was used in the production of those were made with harsh chemicals that are banned in the U.S. now or things like lead that are just really unsafe to have in your house and especially to eat off of. And that's the same thing with crystal. So obviously the really colorful painted dishes could have lead in the paint. But this was something that I just very recently learned and I feel really weird for not knowing it beforehand. But prior to 1969, like any antique crystal that was made before 1969 typically has very high amounts of lead in it. Studies actually found that wines or any kind of alcohol or liquid that was stored in a crystal decanter for even only 24 hours had alarming amounts of lead inside. So, you know, serving on these vintage crystal pieces, which it's it sucks because they're so pretty and they're so fun to use and they're so fun to look at, but they can be like really dangerous, especially if you're ingesting it or you like heat up food on plates in the microwave, obviously like things like that can really just start to add up really, really quick and it can eventually lead to you getting really sick and getting lead poisoning. So I'm not saying to completely ditch the antique crystal and really pretty like vintage dishes, but for peace of mind, what I would suggest, especially if you already have items like this, which I know I do, I very rarely like eat on them. Most of them are just really pretty pieces that I got over in Germany, but you can buy a lead testing kit. You can right now get a four pack on Amazon for like 10 bucks. They're really, really easy and Yeah, I just highly recommend doing this if you currently have vintage dishware that you're eating off of. That way you can just make sure that it's safe. Or if you go in the store and you fall in love with like an amber glass crystal vase, you can buy that and then get the lead testing kit to see if it's safe to drink off of or not. And then if it does come back a little high, there's nothing wrong with keeping it around as long as you don't like store liquids and foods inside of them. So the next thing on my list, number three, kind of goes along with this. Um, At least it's the same reasonings behind it, but it's vintage kids toys. And that's just for the same reason, like not all vintage kid toys are harmful, but especially ones that have like really, really bright colors or really vibrant paint, despite being super old, that's kind of when it would raise alarm bells for me. And for the same reason that it could contain paint that has lead in it. And of course, if you're buying it for your kids, you definitely don't want to let your kids play any with anything that's dangerous. So that's something that I usually um, stay away from. Okay, item number four that I would avoid buying secondhand is older plastic dishes. That is because prior to 2017, a lot of plastic dishware and plastic kitchen items had BPA in it. So in 2017, the European Chemicals Agency actually concluded that BPA should be listed as a substance of very high concern because it's an endocrine disruptor. 
Um, and so just in general, if things look like they're more than a couple years old and it's plastic, I always try avoiding it. Kind of the same thing going along with the lead paint, especially if kids are going to be drinking it, like if it's plastic kids cups. I know everybody kind of has their own opinion about, you know, BPA and plastic toxins, whatever. But in my house, it is something that I try to be mindful about. And just for that reason, if the if I see anything at the thrift store that's plastic and it looks like it's more than a few years old, I try to avoid it just in case. And I guess by anything that's plastic, I mean like specifically dishware and dishes that we would eat off of. Not so much plastic toys. I'm not like, oh, this transformer looks like it's more than four years old, so you can't buy it, you know, but more just with like kitchen items and dishwares when I would be mindful of this. Okay, item number five that I would be wary of when buying secondhand is mattresses. So this is kind of, I guess, conditional for me because um, obviously if it's not in a safe environment, like mattresses are very, very easy to harbor things like bed bugs and fleas and different things like that. So you need to be very, very careful about buying mattresses secondhand. But I will say that I have a secondhand mattress in my guest room right now, and I bought it when it was in like new condition. The people said that it was only used like maybe one or two times because it was in their guest room and nobody ever really came to visit. So <laughs> we went and checked it out before we bought it, and there was literally like no signs of any kind of wear. It looked brand new. So we bought it and I haven't had any issues. Um, I think we've also bought like one kid's mattress used before and they said that like they had a waterproof cover on the mattress the whole time and literally again like when we bought it it looked almost brand new. So again, this is something that I wouldn't say like never ever in your life buy a secondhand mattress, but definitely be careful and make sure that it's in really good condition before you buy it. That way you do not bring any like bugs or different things like that into your house. Item number six that I would avoid buying secondhand is vintage appliances. And maybe it's just me. Maybe it's because I watched that episode of This Is Us when they had a secondhand I think it was like a hand-me-down crock pot that ended up like catching on fire or something, but I'm so paranoid about this. It's kind of similar to the dishware with, I don't know, I feel like appliances every year they get better and better and more energy efficient and more safe. So in general, vintage appliances suck a lot more energy and use up a lot more energy than like newer appliances anyway. So that's another reason to avoid it if you're trying to live a little bit more sustainably and not use as much energy. Buying newer typically is a lot more energy efficient. But besides that, I'm just super paranoid about the electronics like shorting out and causing a fire or like exploding or something like that. So I I would probably never buy like a vintage crock pot or I don't know, anything like that. Okay, the sixth item, which I guess I probably should have grouped this with the first two, but that is vintage furniture that has old, worn, or like chipping and peeling paint. And again, this is because if it looks like the paint is really, really old, there's a good chance that that paint also had lead in it. Now, again, I am a huge proponent for buying almost anything secondhand. So if you go to the like 
to Goodwill and you find a really cute dresser but the paint is peeling and you start to get paranoid like what if that's lead paint I don't think that there's anything wrong with buying it and then getting a lead test kit and then if that does come back that it has really high lead levels you can always like refinish it get some good like gloves and a mask and just sand it down really well and then refinish it you know but you know if you don't plan on refinishing or testing it I would avoid anything that looks super vintage that has chipped or peeling paint just in case that paint does have any kind of harmful substances or toxins in it Okay, on to item number seven. This is old pots and pans. I would be very wary about buying anything that is a pot or a pan that's not cast iron and really, really sturdy looking, especially the ones that look like they would be non-stick or have like a non-stick coating. A lot of times I have seen pots at the thrift store where the bottom coating is actually scraping off. Like there are lines and you know, jagged marks and stuff. And there's a couple, like if I was moving and needed like a set just to hold me over for a week or two until my stuff got here, I might buy a couple cheap pots and pans. That way I didn't have to buy brand new ones. But long-term, I definitely would not use old pots and pans that were secondhand that had a lot of scrapes because kind of the same thing, like not so much with lead, but there are a lot of harmful chemicals that can be released when you're cooking. So you definitely don't want to cook on anything that's gonna like leach harmful chemicals into your food. Um, Actually brands, a lot of brands, not all of them, but a lot of them say that the pots and pans are supposed to be replaced about every five years just because of the amount of time that the like coating actually is supposed to last. So if it looks like it's more than five years old and it's all scratched up and dinged up, I would definitely avoid buying it. Again, unless it's cast iron. I feel like cast iron is the one thing that can last like forever and isn't like dangerous because it doesn't have all the chemicals and the coating and stuff. But if it's not cast iron, I would definitely avoid buying like secondhand pots and pans. Okay, so the ninth thing that I usually avoid buying secondhand are clothes that look like they're super cheaply made. So if there's like a shirt and it has a tag on it from Walmart or a store like Forever 21 or something like that, and it looks like the material is already like there are some strings that are kind of coming loose or it looks like it's really really thin and just not made well even if it's really cute usually I try to avoid buying it because a lot of clothes that are pumped out because of fast fashion are not made with the intention of longevity so I it it's super disappointing when you buy an article of clothing from the thrift store and you're excited about it because it's super cute and then literally you wear it once and it starts falling apart and then you have to like throw it away or figure out how to recycle the fabric or, you know, put it back in the bag to go to be donated, you know? So I try to keep in mind, like every time that I buy clothes at the thrift store, I ask myself if it looks like a piece that will actually hold up, you know, if there's any kind of pilling on it or anything like that, generally I just try to leave it alone and I avoid it because I know that if it's already pilling and or it's like the fabric is snagging or anything like that, I know it's not going to last very long in my house. And then the last thing that I would avoid buying secondhand are car seats. A lot of car seats expire after 
Oh gosh, I'm a mom. I should know this. Maybe like f- between five and 10 years. And I'm not sure if everybody knows this, but if there is a car seat in a car when there is any kind of accident, even if it's just like a little fender bender, you're supposed to replace that car seat. So there's no way to know when you're buying a secondhand car seat unless you know the person that donated it. There's no way to know for sure if that car seat was ever been in a car wreck or anything like that. So I would avoid buying a car seat secondhand just because again, it's not the safest thing unless you buy one off of Facebook marketplace or from someone that you know and trust when they tell you that it was never in a car accident. So yeah, a lot of people's lists would be a lot longer. Um, I know that a lot of people are wary about buying like hats or shoes or kids clothes or stuffed animals or things like that. But honestly, coming from someone who has thrifted so many times, and again, like probably over 90% of my house is thrifted, uh, I can safely say that as long as you clean everything or avoid buying things that look like they are very, very dirty or have weird smells, like I've literally never had an issue with anything like that, like no bed bugs or you know, lice in a hat or a helmet or anything like that. So just make sure that whatever you buy secondhand, you make sure to clean it first and disinfect it and make sure that there's nothing on it that's gonna, you know, come into your house and make your life a living hell. I feel like that's why a lot of people avoid thrift shopping is because they just think that everything is super dirty and has bugs and stuff. But honestly, like usually that is not the case or at least not in my experience. So yeah, there are 10 things that I would avoid buying secondhand. And again, a lot of them is because of just unsafe levels of lead and other harmful substances. But again, I know that it's like kind of hard because antique crystal and dishware are just, they're very in right now, but they're also just so pretty and so cute and they can be such a good addition to your kitchen. So again, if there are items that you absolutely love or that you're using in your kitchen right now, I don't think that you should get rid of them or you know, throw them in the trash or whatever, just buy a lead test kit on Amazon. Again, you can literally get a four pack for $10 test your items or the items that you buy at the thrift store before you eat off of them or like serve food on them or anything. And either it will come back just fine and then you can go about your life still eating and drinking off of your super cute vintage dishware or it will come back flagged and you know worst comes to worse you can still keep things and you know display them in different areas of your house but maybe just not eat off of them as frequently. So yeah, there you have it again, 10 things that I would avoid buying secondhand. Don't let this deter you from thrift shopping though. If you're new to thrifting, I hope that this episode didn't freak you out and make you not want to thrift shop. Definitely still go check out your local thrift stores, but just be mindful when you do so. So yeah, I hope that this helped somebody out there. Thank you guys so much for tuning into another episode of the Unrooted Mama podcast and until next time.